Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this episode is going to jump into planning your day around the 9-5. The reason why I'm doing this is because I think it can help a lot of people just due to a lot of people's jobs being that sort of time frame, like a 9-5 or somewhere similar to that. Uh, and there's its pros, there's definitely its cons as well, but it's going to be massively beneficial with the routine aspect of getting good sleep, having that structure of your day in place so you're not stressed and running about sporadic getting everything done because you know what time you'll start and finish. You can be routine within that aspect and know when you'll have to do each thing to fit your sessions in. Quick update on myself before jumping into the episode. So I'm currently 180 pounds or sorry, 189 pounds, a bit different from 180. Uh, so that's five pounds down from where I started and not a ton of changes in terms of how I'm feeling. I'm just a wee bit hungrier, but that's all. I'm not feeling that draggy. I'm not really suffering that much from the lower food because I shouldn't be if it's only been like a week and a half. It's not going to be dreadful. It's like it takes time for dieting to potentially become harder for you to be tired, for you to feel the effects of it. But right now, I'm just basically... Basically the same as when I was in the gaining phase, I'm just slowly progressing in the gym, chipping away, being consistent outside the gym, and uh, hence why those progressions are coming. And yeah, so everything's going well. I'm happy with how my prep started so far. And in terms of this episode, like I said, I'm just doing it because I think it can help a lot of people in terms of having that structure in place that will help them progress and helping them be able to have some sort of structure in place and know what structure is right for them and what will help them best reach their goals. So starting off, I'm going to jump into training and how to basically structure your training so that you can get it done and also make it fit your schedule, fit your lifestyle and not super inconvenient, if that makes sense. So I think if you are doing some sort of like a nine, five routine, uh, the best time to train is probably first thing in the morning or after work. They're probably your best options. And the reason being is I wouldn't really recommend training much later in that day because it can impact sleep. You'll probably be tired because you've had, because you've done a full shift. And then if you've went home before and done other things, you'll probably be dragging a lot by then. So doing it right after work or before work is probably your best bet. And the reason I say right after or first thing before is because usually like if you can just prepare everything for the day and then do it right before and right after and go straight to work after or that, it'll save you a lot of time instead of going home, getting distracted, going in the shower for ages, that sort of thing. Obviously, shower if you can before work, of course. It's not what I mean. Don't go in smelly and stinking and being all sweaty. But just trying to like train right before, right after gets out of the way means you'll probably perform better so that's what I recommend doing and it depends what what time is better for you both will be time efficient ways of training meaning instead of training later in the day once you've already got home you can just travel straight to the gym but yeah just choose the one yeah you can stick to for the most part so if let's say you don't like training in the morning and you prefer training after work then do so or if, let's say, you feel like you can't concentrate and you're tired after the gym, then you might not want to do it first thing. And as well as just what you can stick to, other things to consider is enjoyment. So if, yeah, like 
if you hate training in the morning, then you're probably not going to be able to stick to it, although it could be a good way to get out of the way. Or let's say if you feel like you perform better after work, then you could do it after work. Or if you've got, let's say, more of a intensive job, you're on your feet a lot, you could do it first thing in the morning to get out of the way where you've not been on your feet for ages, you've been well rested after sleeping. So, yeah, it, it is, for the most part, depending on what you can stick to. And then there you can look at these other areas like performance, like enjoyment, and uh, what works better time-wise for yourself. And also the gym, like the gym will be a lot busier if you finish work at five and you're going straight to the gym. So that is something else to consider, sadly. Uh, so that could be a good reason to train first thing in the morning. And if you are training first thing in the morning, something very important to consider is your hydration levels and also nutrition as a whole. So what I mean by this is when we think about what happens once we've woke up, we've not drank water for, let's say, a good eight hours at least. And as a result, we're going to be quite dehydrated. And if we go into that session without drinking enough water, performance can be worse. I believe risk of injury can be higher. And uh, overall, we're not going to be in a good spot to perform and have a productive session. So if you do want to train first thing, I recommend drinking a decent bit of water before the gym. So this could be anywhere. This could be like a liter. Uh, a liter is probably a good place to start. Just because, like I said, when you sleep, you're obviously not drinking water, but you're exhaling water as well. So that happens basically when you're breathing. And as a result, it is very important and something to take into consideration. In terms of nutrition, if you're training first thing and you want to just get up and go, you've not got a lot of time in the morning if you're working, then training fasted meaning on an empty stomach is probably not ideal if you want to build as much muscle as you can or yeah perform as best as possible so in this scenario you could consider something like a shake simply blending things like oats a uh, protein powder maybe a bit of peanut butter a bit of banana in there put some honey in there uh, of course you don't have to put all that in if you're trying to diet you could go for something a bit smaller but of course you want to make sure you're feeling your workout so Simply having that in place and trying to make sure you've got at least something is going to be ideal because, again, you've not ate for eight hours when you're sleeping, so you don't ideally want to train with no carbs in your system from uh, any foods at all. So, obviously, if you're training like after work, this is going to become not less of a priority. It's always important to be hydrated and having a decent meal before and after your session, but hydration is probably going to be taken care of a bit more and it's not going to be as, you don't have to be as meticulous with it because you've probably been drinking more throughout that whole day. But of course, you should still try and be routined with it regardless of if you're training before and after. And uh, again, you can have something convenient after if you're in a rush, so you don't have to sit and have a home-cooked meal in the morning. You could have like two servings of whey protein that day one before, one after the gym. And like, then for your rest of your meals, have better sources of protein, maybe like chicken, eggs, beef, that sort of thing, or just some something different anyway. And there's lots of foods you can have on the go. Like I said, you can have a shake, fruit as well. Uh, squares, bars, they're really common and popular than now with uh, people eating around their sessions. And yeah, just, just what works for you, what's convenient. And the, ben the benefit of having this routine of a 9-5 is because you can find out what works for you. You can experiment and then just stick to it. Simple as that. 
your days won't be sporadic so you know what you want to eat you know when you can get in and you know you'll have time because you do it daily uh, so yeah that's the real value of having it jumping into nutrition the next thing i'm going to talk about is this uh, will obviously differ if you are training in the morning or later in the day but what I recommend you do is, like I said, don't train fasted if that's an option, meaning don't train on an empty stomach. Uh, and if, let's say, I'm going to run through what your meals could look like if you're training, or if you, sorry, if you're working a 9-5, not if you're training a 9-5. That'll be a long session. Uh, so yeah, if you're training, let's say in the morning, you can maybe look to have your first meal at 6, and then you could have your second meal at around 8.30 after your session, from there, let's say you get a break at work at around 11, you could eat again then. Then let's say you get your lunch at 2.30, you could eat then. And then after work at around six, you could eat your last meal. And that's giving you five servings of protein throughout that day. And uh, the reason why it's important to get protein in is because if you can get protein in spread out throughout the day with like a couple hours gap in between, we'll do something called spike muscle protein synthesis which basically helps us recover and build muscle. Simple as that. I won't dive too deep into that because I've covered it very recently. And yeah, just having those set meals can also do some good for hunger levels and also just getting the food in if you are in a gaining phase because it's not going to be good for digestion having like three big meals throughout the day. If you can have more snacks and break them up a bit more, probably going to be better for you. And if you do train after work, what your food could look like is having one meal at around eight o'clock. And then during your first, let's say, if you get two breaks, you could have a meal at 11 o'clock and then again, 2.30, that sort of thing. If, let's say, your work doesn't allow you to have two breaks and it doesn't work like that, what you could always do is, again, you can bring a shake in or something. You can eat on the go and you don't have to sit and cook in a microwave. And... That can be, yeah, just a good alternative to do so. Uh, and then for your other break where you do get to sit somewhere and let's say a good half an hour, 45 minutes, you can then have like a more solid meal or something like cooked, if that makes sense. There's also the option as well. It's like people get cigarette breaks in the workplace. So you could always ask for just a cigarette place break, sorry. Like if everyone else gets them to smoke, then if you want, then I'm sure you can do that and get a quick bite to eat and just say you're going for a quote-unquote you know what I mean break to have a fag or something because uh yeah I doubt I doubt you're gonna get bothered to that to be honest if folk can do it to smoke there's no reason why you can't to do something that's important and yeah so if let's say a back on track to if you are training after work then you can simply look to finish work try and have your last meal straight away and then train, then have your last, sorry, your second last meal straight away after work, train, then eat after that, and then that's you for the day. And again, you can you can make your meals things that are convenient. You don't have to have like ready-cooked meals five times a day. Just find a routine that works for you, food that can be easy to prepare, easy to take on the go, and ones that fit your schedule, fit how much time you've got on your break, that sort of thing. And again, if your work is the same daily, like if you've got a fixed schedule of shifts you are, then it will make things a lot easier of being in that routine and having consistent sleep. And uh, in terms of 
when you cook and prepare your food, I think this is something very valuable to do. It's just prepare all your food at once. And the reason being is if you prepare your food at one time of the day, let's say the first thing in the morning, that's what I do myself. And then from there, you've got all your food for the day. So you're not going to run into an issue saying, oh, I don't have food. I'll get McDonald's for my lunch or I don't have anything to eat for my session. So I'll just leave it the day. If you can prepare your food in the morning and then bring it with you, it means you will not have that reason to get something that might not be towards your goals, that sort of thing. And it's also so much more convenient. Like if, regardless if you work a nine five and you want to prepare your food to bring to work, like regardless of what you do, if you work at home, just preparing your food all at once can save you so much time and going down to the kitchen to spend five, 10 minutes making a meal multiple times a day. Whereas if you do it all at once, it will be much quicker and much more convenient for yourself. And uh, like I said, I do it every morning. It, it's what works for me. I stick a podcast on journey and kill two birds with one stone. And when it comes to different foods, like meats, maybe like chicken, uh, you could say like some beef or like any fish, like I do it with salmon and chicken. I will prepare that in bulk. So when it gets to, well, today I'm doing it actually, which is Thursday. But when it gets to Thursday, I'll basically, after doing my weekly shop Monday, I'll keep the chicken in the fridge and then, I will basically chop it up and put it in bags of the amount that I need. So 120 gram bags of chicken and I'll put them all in, like I said, separate freezer bags and then put them in the freezer. And then when it comes to cooking my food in the morning, I can just empty them out of the bag, fire them in the air fryer and then cook how much chicken I need for that day. And then just divide that up evenly, like I'll weigh it on the scale after and then just simply if it's like, if the cooked weight is, let's say, 200 grams, then I'll simply put 100 grams in each each serving of chicken, if that makes sense. Let's say I'm having two meals with chicken in it throughout that day, just so it's nice and even and I'm getting enough protein for each meal. And just preparing it in bulk in separate bags means you don't have to get it like a chopping board out, chop a certain amount of chicken and weigh it, that sort of thing, and mess about. So you can do that. Or if you want and you're not, let's say you're not tracking your food, you can just like cook a whole pack of chicken in bulk and then like just keep it for throughout the week and then in there and doing so it will be really convenient you won't have to cook chicken every morning and it will be more time efficient so just having these wee habits in place and trying to find ways to save time can make the enjoyment of the process just better because it's not a pain in the arse cooking your food all the time you're not taking ages during it and uh, it takes practice. Like You'll find what works for you, what allows you to get stuff done in a time-efficient manner. And it's just a case of adjusting, sticking to it, and finding ways to maybe save time in your routine and finding one that works for you. And a few general things I want to touch on is sleep is something that will benefit massively from having that 9-5 routine because if you do have that routine, you'll probably eat and go to bed, wake up at similar times. So... As a result of that, you'll probably have much better sleep quality than sometime, than someone who's on, let's say, who just works different shifts daily and have not got a sleep schedule. So, yeah, it can work in your favour there as well as, like I said, you'll know when you'll have to eat each meal, get them done throughout the day, and it will be almost second nature. And I appreciate, like, after a long shift, you don't really want to spend ages in the gym. So 
you what you can look to do is schedule longer sessions on your days off so you could schedule let's say if you train legs you could do that saturday morning uh, if you work monday to friday just so you've got a bit more time you're not as tired and this can also be done for body parts you want to prioritize so if you let's say you want to bring up a body part you can save it for the day where you've got the most time you can dedicate the most effort towards it you'll probably get a better sleep the night before because you'll have a bit of a lion and just make sure whatever time you train allows you to have good sleep as well so like i said you can look to shuffle your sessions about and make it it's not about having the perfect split because let's say you've got a split that on paper is really effective but it requires you to spend three hours in the gym that may not be feasible if you're working nine five every day so you could look to make training work for you and have a training split that allows you to sleep well to hit your body parts multiple times a week and do what you can ultimately stick to because that's what's most important and uh, yeah i hope this has helped and it's been insightful because i appreciate uh, you, you sometimes don't know where to start with trying to have that routine in place while working like your shifts but just simply trying to yeah just prepare your food at once have a set time to train and having a routine with it same with your foods and when you prepare them and uh, knowing when you eat your meals can do you a lot of good and stressing over ticking your boxes daily because it can become second nature and yeah if anyone's got any questions regarding not only on this topic but anything at all then please feel free to reach out give me a message on instagram or what other other like platform you follow me on yeah hope you've enjoyed the episode and hope everyone has a great week